Welcome back to another episode of The Conscious Artist, a safe space for conversations around mental health awareness for musicians, artists, and all human beings. I am your host, Pallavi Mahidara. I'm a concert pianist and teacher, and I am absolutely thrilled that you are joining us today. My hope for this show is that it will give all of us a sense of solidarity and knowledge that we are not alone, and together, through these conversations, we can create more awareness and change for a healthier future. Today's episode is a solo one, featuring yours truly. In previous seasons, I did a solo episode about letting go, and another one titled Loneliness versus Solitude. Today, I wanted to talk about the concept of showing up. Showing up for ourselves and showing up for others. So, what does it mean to show up? Is it about being responsible? Is it about choosing things that align with us? Is it about saying no when we feel that internal resistance? Is it about pushing through that resistance with discipline until we find the motivation? I think it's all of the above and much more. That's just my personal opinion and experience. Let's take exercising, for example. Many of us appreciate the concept of exercising to stay in healthy physical shape, to balance our hormones, to feel stable in our mental state of mind, right? But I think we can also agree that sometimes we'd rather eat a croissant in bed in our workout clothes, and I might be speaking from personal experience here, rather than doing the workout. Maybe because we haven't slept enough, maybe because we are hungry and waited too long after lunch, and now a snack is just unappetizing and inadequate, and we really don't want to do it. I think it's important to listen to our bodies in that moment. Is this a matter of physical exhaustion or mental laziness? And I use the word laziness consciously because sometimes we are just lazy. If it's a matter of physical exhaustion, maybe some slow stretching could help, maybe a bubble bath to relax our bodies, or maybe it's just best to get into bed and get a good night's sleep. But when it's mental laziness and we just need to push ourselves a little to find that motivation, I've learned that this is where discipline comes in. Discipline creates motivation. We aren't always motivated to do the things we want to do, and very often the things that we have to do. But discipline, especially in the beginning of something, allows us to push through the resistance to the point where we can see the results and that motivates us to keep going. I'd say the same concept applies to how we approach our instruments as musicians. I don't think most musicians love practicing. I certainly don't. I love playing. I love performing. It is a part of my existence and purpose in this life to share what music means to me, to share the deepest parts of my soul with others, with the hope of connecting with them, allowing them to feel something and be transported. But sometimes practicing can feel like a chore. Or rather, it used to feel like a chore. It's definitely helped learning to practice consciously so that practicing becomes about an imitation of the feeling on stage in concert rather than a routine technical session. But in any case, my main motivation is the love I have for performing and sharing. I want to present my best self every time I go out on stage, and that is my motivation to practice and to practice well. And that for me is the definition of showing up for myself. Now, sometimes showing up for yourself will have to take priority over everything else. Sometimes people might call you selfish for that. Sometimes people might confuse self-love or self-care with being selfish. 
I remember when I first started learning how to set boundaries, how to say no, how to ask myself if I had the capacity to say yes, I often felt very alone in this part of my journey because there were some people that were used to me saying yes all the time. Sometimes people will shame you when you start choosing yourself for the first time. When you start saying no, they'll call you selfish, they'll call you unkind, they'll call you ungenerous, but the opposite of self-care is self-abandoning. And if you don't show up for yourself, you can't show up for others. But to put it in a positive light, this concept is about taking care of ourselves so that we can show up well for others, so that we can present our best selves for others. I like to think of this analogy. Let's say there are two people, two friends, two family members, or a couple, doesn't matter. Each person has a glass. Things that fill each person's glass are their interests, their hobbies, their friends, their purpose, their sense of self. If we don't have those things, we start to ask or even demand that the other person fill our cups for us. This is called codependency. When that happens, at some point, the other person's cup will be empty and they'll start to ask or demand the same from us. And that cycle, the codependency cycle, will continue until both are completely drained and cannot anymore. Instead, we must prioritize filling our own cups. That way, if the other person needs a top-up, we can be there to support them. This visualization has helped me understand the importance of filling my own cup, filling that inner void, recharging my own battery. And therefore, once again, it is a matter of showing up for ourselves so that we can show up as our best selves for others. I truly feel it is my responsibility towards myself and towards my loved ones for me to take care of myself, to eat well, to exercise, to feed my mind, my body, and my soul with nourishing activities, people, and experiences. These make me feel whole and fulfilled and allow me to lean on myself first and foremost. I am not saying we cannot or should not lean on others. We are human beings. We are community-driven by nature. But leaning is very different from depending or draining. I want to share with you all one of my favorite realizations. I like to equate our inner strength to building a house. A few years ago, I had to completely rebuild my own life, or my own house if you will. It was daunting and scary, and I didn't know if I was building on a swamp or a flood zone. I didn't know if I was using the right tools. Very often I tried to build that first beam, and I failed. The wood would break, the beams didn't align. It was a challenge and a scary one at that. But I realized, even if I was failing, I was still trying. I was still persevering. I was still putting one foot in front of the other. It didn't matter how much progress I made on building the house that day. It only mattered that I tried. And so I finally understood that it is essential for me to build my house with a strong foundation, with many structural beams, solid walls, and a strong floor. Others, such as family, friends, partners, etc., can come and add their additional beams of support. But just as is the nature of life, those beams will likely not stay forever throughout our lives. 
If we are lucky, maybe our siblings or our partners might. But most likely, we won't have the support of our parents one day. Or we'll split from a partner. And so, even if those beams of support are taken away, my house will continue to remain standing and standing strong. This is how I define showing up for myself. It doesn't mean I can't accept and appreciate the support of those that love me, but it simply means that I will always do my best to be my best supporter and champion. I learned something from my therapist, a concept of inner light, our essence that is inside of us. And when we connect with that essence, when we connect with our inner light, we can then radiate that outwards to others, shining as a beacon of hope or a guided path. When we radiate our own light, it helps to reflect the light of others as well. It creates a beautiful and intangible energy exchange. I know I've spoken about this in other episodes, but unfortunately, it continues to be relevant today. With all the suffering and tragedy happening in the world, sometimes it feels silly or even selfish to continue to live our lives joyously in the West. I remember telling my therapist that I felt guilty at having a home when so many don't, at being joyful when others are in despair. And she reminded me that the feeling of guilt is a waste of energy and sends out negative energy to others. I cannot help my place and privilege. I am simply lucky for it. However, I can choose to spread light and joy into the world and hope that it reaches those who need it the most. Ultimately, energy is contagious. So let me do my best always to send out positivity and light. And so, one last time, I encourage you to show up for yourself in the best way possible so that you can show up for others, so that you can be of support to others, so that you can be a source of light and hope for others. Thank you all so much for listening. I am truly grateful for the support from each and every one of you. If you would like to submit any questions or topics for us to address on the show, you can send us a message on our Instagram page, at Conscious Artist Podcast. Help us to spread more awareness by sharing this episode with your friends, your colleagues, your teachers, and your students. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Sending you all so much love and strength to tackle this week, and we'll see you next Monday for another episode of The Conscious Artist. Conscious Artist.